Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Night starts right now. In the next 60 minutes here on Newsnight, as tension between chiefs of Efutu and Gomwa escalate over a land dispute by partisan group of MPs in parliament is moving to quell a potential conflict. And to urgently alleviate rising tensions and promote a peaceful environment, we acknowledge the importance of engaging with paramount chiefs along with relevant government bodies such as the Ministry of Lands, Details as they establish a bipartisan committee to investigate and resolve the concerns of both factions also tonight. With the submissions just made by the Honorable and the Apia Kubi that all the 275 are in support of the bill. Anybody who disagrees, be on your feet and I will recognize you. 
Speaker of Parliament comes under sharp criticism for his handling of the second reading of the anti-gay bill, which made it difficult for opposing views to be heard. I even felt sad the way we went about it. It was almost that if you dare say no, there was this eagerness, there was this yearning. This like, okay, the stage is set and we need to get this thing done. Our members of the Constitutional and Legal Affairs Committee in Parliament have come to his defence. Speaker is not wrong asking, okay. is there anybody who has a different view? So how could this be an intimidation? It is not conducive because now any person that would want to be objective on the bill mm -hmm. is attacked. Also tonight in politics, so has the MPP vetting committee disqualified any aspirant? Even as a Thursday, we heard people were ready to make stories that three people, four people, five people have been disqualified. It's their own speculation. It's not true. It's their own speculation. And in business, CDA expected to be fairly stable this week following Bank of Ghana's decision to continue dollar support program for bulk oil distributors. And in sports, GFA president Keto Kriku hits out at individuals he believes are causing division within the Ghanaian football ecosystem. And then later here on News Night, newly elected ECOWAS chairman Bola Tinubu is tonight pledging to make coups in the SAP region a thing of the past. We will take this up seriously with African Union. And it's Sorry, the European Union and Britain. You want to stay with us for that and more. Plus, the latest from the National Science and Mass Quiz as the DeSado College mounts spirited campaign to retain the NSMQ Gold Regional Championship after beating university practice to pop in the semifinals. And I want to hear from you, 055-1111997. Details after this. Hey, you ever buy credits where you get up to 20% of your money back before? Like I tell you about Vodafone's a double promo. See, anytime you recharge for a double, you get up to 20%, whether it be short code or your Vodafone cash wallet, or you don't use credit transfer to your number or someone else. And now you be high tech, so you don't use my Vodafone app or any payment app. Adobe, however, you do it. Vodafone will send you up to 20% cash back. into your Vodafone cash account. We'll reload here. But then he enter. Top up your airtime with five Ghana CD or more in Vodafone's a double promo. And receive 20% of your money back straight into your Vodafone Cash Wallet. Recharge and cash out in the Vodafone Air Demo Promotion. Vodafone, further together. And you're still live here on News Night is on Joy 99.7 FM. Tonight, a bipartisan group of MPs and some MCEs are calling for calm as a land dispute involving the chiefs of Futu and Goma continues to deteriorate. 
Now, there has been counter accusations of encroachment of land between two traditional authorities in the central region. As the tensions between the two traditional authorities escalate, Deputy Majority Leader Alexander Fenyomarkin, who is leading a group of political leaders, says no one will be allowed to take any land that rightfully belongs to any traditional authority. As representatives of our constituents and advocate for peace and stability, we stand united in our unwavering commitment to resolving this issue and safeguarding the ancestral land of all chiefs within our jurisdiction. At a joint meeting held yesterday, attended by all of us here present, we carefully considered the concerns surrounding the aforementioned land dispute and recognized the necessity for proactive measures to address the challenges at hand. To ensure a fair and comprehensive resolution, we emphasize the importance of engaging with all relevant chiefs and opinion leaders, fostering an environment of constructive dialogue and mutual understanding. Throughout this process, we remain dedicated to conducting ourselves with the highest level of integrity, treating all parties involved or affected with fairness and respect. Acknowledging the significance of transparency and impartiality, we strive to protect rights and reputations of all individuals throughout the resolution process. Furthermore, and to urgently alleviate rising tensions and promote a peaceful environment, we acknowledge the importance of engaging with paramount chiefs along with relevant government bodies such as the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources, Ministry of Local Government and Ministry of Interior. By involving these stakeholders, we aim to comprehensively address administrative and traditional boundary issues, fostering a coordinated effort towards lasting solutions. We will actively engage with other relevant stakeholders, including the Lands Commission, potential estate developers, and leaders of businesses within the affected areas. Well, the members of parliament are now uh, beginning to roll out an initiative to try and address this particular problem. I want to bring in my uh, parliamentary correspondent, Kweku Asante, who joins us on the telephone line right now. So, Kweku, what, what is it that the MPs are proposing to do about this? So, Evans, the MPs say that there's a need to be able to establish what exactly the boundaries are, what exactly the claims of the respective traditional authorities are. So, they are trying to put together a bipartisan committee and also a committee that will involve all the traditional areas within that enclave to be able to establish what exactly the situation is. This issue transcends partisan affiliation, requiring a united approach from all political leaders. With this in mind, we intend to establish a bipartisan committee dedicated to thoroughly investigating the underlying concerns, ensuring an impartial and comprehensive approach to resolving the disputes. As political leaders, we hold the responsibility of preserving the cultural heritage and security of our communities. We assure the chiefs within our respective areas that we will utilize our influence and authority to protect the ancestral lands from any unjust encroachment. Our commitment to maintaining peace, unity, and the well-being of our constituents remains steadfast and paramount. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, our joint position is clear. No one, including ourselves or any other individual, will be used to take away the lands of any chief. I repeat, no one, including ourselves or any other individual, will be used to take away the lands of any chief. We are steadfast in our commitment to protecting their interests and preserving the rich heritage 
of our communities. We extend our assurances to the chiefs that they should remain calm and that we will utilize our influence, authority, and the appropriate government bodies to ensure that the ancestral lands are safeguarded from any unjust encroachment. Our dedication to maintaining peace, unity, and the well-being of our constituents remain sacrosanct and unwavering. Together, let us embark on this journey towards a just and equitable resolution. We call upon all stakeholders, community members, and citizens to join us in fostering an environment of peace, respect, and cooperation. And quickly, so who are these MPs coming together to form this bipartisan committee? So I have four of them, starting with who you just heard, Alexander Kwamina Senior Martin, the MP for Efutu, and also the Deputy Majority Leader. We also have Nana Eia, MP Gumwa Central, and Deputy Minister for the Interior. Desmond Peitu is MP for Gomwa East, and Richard Jan Mensa, MP for Gomwa West. Those are the four MPs. But we also have four MCs who are also within that enclave, signing on to this, and we're actually available at this news conference. Kojo Otu is DCE for Gomwa Central. Bismarck Income is DCE for Gomwa West. Aladi Zuberu Kasim is MCE for Efutu. And Solomon Kwam is DCE for Gomwa East. Evans. There's a real fear uh, that if this is not dealt with immediately, it could degenerate into violence. What really is the background to this? Right, Evans. So there's been, a, there's been some huge tracts of land that border the Gomua and the Futu areas, which has been in dispute for a number of years now. Both traditional authorities, up north and those south, are laying claim to that piece of land. And in fact, there are those who have alleged that there have been lands that have been pulled down, there have been land guards that have been available at the disposal of these two sides who have been used to terrorize each other. In fact, a search online shows that there have been multiple press conferences by both sides who have been trading accusations at each other. And these were traditional leaders and authorities that were ordinarily so close with each other that the expectation was that there would have been dialogue. But the dialogue have since failed, leading to this escalation of tensions. In fact, some information we've been able to pick is that the government had nationalized some of the lands over there and that it is up to the government to have clearly demarcated the boundaries and also ensure that each side knows where exactly their, their, their boundaries um, extend up to, but the government has not been able to do this, allowing these traditional authorities to extend their tentacles and actually grab these lands. And so it's been a conflict brewing for a while now. And that's why these MPs are moving in and calling on government to also come in to, uh, uh, to ensure that there is some resolution. I want to bring in right now, quickly, thank you very much. I want to bring in right now uh, lawyer Kwame Jan, who is a land law expert and also a law lecturer. Mr. Jan, thanks for your time here on Top Story. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is uh, one of those uh, sticking issues in this whole uh, sector of land that you become so acquainted with. How serious is this particular threat that the MPs are now trying to deal with? Um, Evans, uh, a very good evening to your cherished listeners. Yes, indeed, this is an age-old issue. It, 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 in fact, it dates before I was born. And, you know, I'm not a, a young man. I'm an old man. So something that predated my best is an old matter. You know, in the 60s, around 1961, the lands within one mile square radius of the Winneba runabouts and all the lands in Winneba town were vested in the president 
and the lands covered two lands controlled by Efutus, Agones, Gumwes, and Ewutu people. So Efutu, Aguna, Gumwa, and Ewutu. It comprises of two lands as well as family lands covering a large area like your, your reporter was talking about, as well as all the lands in the town of Winneba. These lands were vested in the president, which means that only the president or the authorized rep of the president, which is the lands commission, can make any allocations of these lands. So the lands were vested in the president because of disputes over who owns where. So boundary disputes led to the vesting of these lands in the president. Interestingly, and this is what we have had across the country, we had similar vestings around um, Nkoko because Obomin and Etibia people were fighting. Up in the old Brown Ahafu, the current Ahafu region, and parts of the old Brown region, same situations of contest between different traditional authorities. So the lands were vested in the president, the management authority was taken over, but the ownership was not taken. So instead of finding a lasting solution to the reasons that led to the vesting, after the vesting, everybody went to sleep. So we have been sleeping on these Efutu, Ewutu, Agona, and Gomua land issue from before I was born till today. I mean, how could we have slept for 60 years? Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Well, they, the instrument that vested the lands in the president. Well, the MPs are trying to do something about this, but I, I wonder. They
this is a group of politicians trying to fix an age-old problem? Is the is the solution led by politicians a right approach? Um, uh, um, Evans, yes, it's good that at least they have spoken about it. But the honest truth is, I have been following the, the issues in that area for some time now. During the time we did the first land administration project, LAP 1, we did something called systematic land titling in that area. So we have a fair idea of these fights in, in, in that area. So why is it that it is now that they are talking about it? But is the, the solution the, they, are, they are attempting the, to deploy the, an effective one? The tensions in that area, even look, somewhere in the December 2021, there was a court case relating to um, Fete and Fete Kakraba. There, there is a judge called Justice Abuaji Ebua in the High Court in Winneba. He gave judgment in respect of some large parcel of land at Fete Kakraba in favor of a family called SL Akwando. A Mokwando royal family. There was an, an appeal against that decision to the Court of Appeal. And just May this year, the Court of Appeal delivered a judgment affirming the judgment of the High Court. So my worry is these matters are what we call subjudicate. They are matters pending before the courts. And you know, even Parliament does not have power to vary the terms of a judgment between the parties. Mm. Well, I'm grateful that you join us with your thoughts on this matter, uh, lawyer Kwame Jan. If you live in that part of the uh, central region and affected by this, I want to hear from you, 055 You've just been listening there to uh, lawyer Kwame Jan, who's a law ex expert, is a land law expert and a law lecturer. Uh, also, still listening to New Snyder on Joy 99.7 FM. With the submissions just made by the Honorable and the Apia Kubi that all the 275 are in support of the bill. Anybody who disagrees, be on your feet and I will recognize you. Well, and no one dared to stand up and speak up against that bill. And tonight, the Speaker of Parliament, Abba Mbabwe, has been criticized for his handling of the debate uh, of the second reading of the Human Sexual Rights and Family Values Bill, which made it difficult for MPs who had concerns about the bill to put forward their opinions or dissenting views. The Constitutional and Legal Affairs Committee of Parliament had presented the report that has been adopted by uh, Parliament for further consideration, even though three legal actions, including an injunction suit, has been filed against the process. Now, Director of Advocacy and Policy Engagement at the Center for Democratic Development, Dr. Kojo Pumpuni Asante, uh, who's been speaking on the probe, expressed dissatisfaction about the intimidating posture uh, that uh, we saw in parliament uh, put forth by the speaker and others i feel uh, sad particularly when the, even the proceedings in parliament just recently in the second reading i even felt sad mm -hmm. the way we went about it it was almost that if you dare say no then you know we're going to you know get the public yeah i mean even statements like all 275 members of parliament uh support this well there were i think close to maybe a hundred MPs in there, and I don't even know if a quorum was 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 you know satisfied. But there was this eagerness, mm. there was this you know yearning. This like okay, the stage is set, and we need to get this thing done. 
But that's what I'm saying. It's missing the point. Well, he argues that the bill is a non-starter and based on pure emotions. This whole bill is a non-starter. It has been a non-starter for, for some of us, you know, right from the beginning. Even the way the problem is presented is inconsistent, is uh, confusing, it rides on emotions. For a bill that seeks to basically imprison people for their sexual preferences and, and so on, right from that start, it then cascades into all manner of violations of the constitution because the, the the proponents of the bill are so committed to in a way let this behavior mm -hmm. disappear from society by just imprisoning people and somehow all those problems would have been solved so what's the view of uh, the members of parliament themselves? Do they agree that the speaker uh, was acting unfairly when he acted possibly in an intimidating manner? Uh, listen to the ranking member of the Constitutional, Legal and Parliamentary Affairs Committee, Bernard Ahiafor, who is fighting off the claims, insisting the speaker did his best. When we started the debate, the motion was moved by Honorable Bajira mm -hmm. and was seconded by Honorable Nti Fodjo. Mm -hmm. Then chairman of the committee presented the report. The report. Mm -hmm. Then I contributed mm -hmm. to the report. Mm -hmm. And then Andia Piakobi also contributed to the report. And so far, two people from the majority side had spoken. Two from the minority side has also spoken. Mm -hmm. And they are all speaking the same language. Mm -hmm. Then at that point, Speaker wants to find out whether there is somebody who may want to speak against mm -hmm. because we have a position at variance to what is on the floor. Such a person can be given a hearing mm -hmm. so that he will also make his point. Mm -hmm. So asking whether there is anybody who is against the position that they are speaking against. What is the offense in this? Mm -hmm. We are in this room. Three of us are in this room. Two of you have spoken. You are towing the same line. At least if we allow the support, process to run its natural are, course, are, then people can raise no, dissenting views. No, but if you impose on them no, that you need not, a dissenting you not, view, no, you are not, then it you are not imposing. It a bit if, let's say if you are sitting in Parliament, mm -hmm. 275, mm -hmm. and four have spoken. In fact, that was not the only business before the House. Okay. So sometimes, by consensus, if two people, two people here are speaking the same language, then the speaker will be able to get the sense of the house. So having realized the sense of the house, you are going to put a question. Mm -hmm. But at the point of putting the question, having regard to the nature of this particular bill, speaker is not wrong asking, okay. is there anybody who has a different view, who has a different view okay. before putting the question? Doctor so how could this be an intimidation? Well, the chairman of the committee, Kwame Nyumedu-Entry, agrees that uh, individuals and MPs in parliament who had actually come uh, with, with contrary views, opposing views, have been faced with stiff opposition. I would not uh, blame the speaker because as one of the things that Honorable Andiapia Kubi said, he said that he was of the view that all members of parliament would support this bill. And then the committee also presented a report that was unanimous in the report. Now, what Dr. May has said in the report, I summarized, I read 
what those who support the bill have said, mm -hmm. I also those who didn't support the bill, their reasons. I adduced okay. everything to the public. Then uh, we came to unanimous decision that by consensus, this is what the committee is presenting. So based on that, the speaker then said that, is there anybody, contrary to what had been said, that the committee thinks we are unanimous, and then the Honorable and the Apia Kubi has also said that no member of parliament was going to speak against it. He is giving the opportunity but, to But by saying that, by making such a, a comment, then how do you expect any other MP to come up and say anything against it? Because mm. if, we, if you maintain from the very onset that nobody has anything against it, that's not an environment that is conducive for anyone raising a contrary view, is it? It is not, um, no, no, I'll say it is not conducive because... Now, any person that would want to be objective on the bill mm -hmm. is attacked. The other time when we were reading the second reading, Honorable Aslaoussi said, among other things, that when we are talking about unnatural canal knowledge, if there is a person who is a heterogeneous in society, mm -hmm. but a person would want to use the wrong way if the person is having an affair with the wife, mm -hmm. that's a unnatural canonally and right at the chamber she was being attacked so any of the people that are for this wouldn't want to hear any contrary view mm. well this process in parliament is going ahead despite the pendency of three cases one of them a direct uh, application for an injunction i want to bring in lawyer something uh, Lada Yinini and colleague of mine here at uh, join you something uh, first of all, clarify for me. Uh, Parliament is going ahead. Anytime you ask the chairman of the committee on parliamentary legal affairs, he says, "Well, I'm not aware of any suit. I've not been served, but we know the three cases pending in court. Can Parliament proceed while these cases are pending?" Yes, um, to the extent that they say they have not been served, and if in fact they have not been served, then they. There is no any inhibition uh, going forward. The point of law is that the suits themselves, without more, do not stay the hand of Parliament in proceeding to consider the bill. Um, so if you took up a suit and you didn't ask for you didn't ask for an injunction and you didn't serve an injunctive process, or you didn't procure an order of injunction, the House will be within its rights to proceed. But even if you have filed any such processes, you will need to demonstrate service until and unless it has come to their attention, they are entitled to go on. The fact that you and I are talking about it in the media it's not service. This is not how anybody is served with a process in court. And then we have the subject of how this is being treated uh, on the floor. What's your take on the concerns that the speaker and others, in fact, the chairman just confirmed that if you dare alter uh, a statement that is, is, is seen or construed as opposing the popular view, you are attacked. Well, Evans, from the very onset, this is the attitude that the sponsors of the bill have taken, and they seek to, if you like, <laughs> bastardize anybody 
who attempts to make any suggestion, even if it is just it is for the for the good and the purpose of as it were fine tuning the bill. So you have seen that even for the political divide, you dare not say anything that suggests that there is something that needs correction. Even if it's a typo that you want to correct, you are careful. Otherwise, you could be said to be against the bill, and then the mob mentality that's been preached out there, you will suffer it. Um, that's clearly what I saw the speaker, you know, do on, on that day when he announced that, you know, you if you have an opposition, get up and behead. But I, I expect that people should should be bold and do what they believe in. If the process that is ongoing, there are things that are wrong, because that's how laws are made. You do the draft, and the process, the reading processes, are intended to make corrections, are intended to make deletions, and so on and so forth. But this mob attitude with which they are doing the bill, and you have people declare stance, and any opposition, any contrary view, they have absolute, uh, absolutist you know, views. They are not thinking in any relative terms. And, and the whole society sort of is also uh, largely you know, in support of that kind of attitude. Very hypocrit- hypocritical, to say the, the least. Samson, thank you very much. So live your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. And later on, the South Municipal Assembly says the grassing of the Wager Kaswa Ridge will prevent perennial flooding of the Accra Takradi Highway. As it says, it cannot solve the problem alone. Big that it goes beyond the assembly. The assembly doesn't have the resources to get those works done. We have fallen on, on, on you know some of these you know agencies to come and help us solve those problems. For details, as residents are angry about the seeming lack of action to immediately stop the problem in our latest uh, episode in the Flash for Trauma series. Details after George is done with business. Hello, George. What do you have in the headlines? Oliver's coming up in business. City expected to remain fairly stable this week following Bank of Ghana's decision to continue with the dollar support program for bulk oil distribution companies. We'll be getting you more details on that one, as well as here from the Office of Register of Company rejecting suggestions of not doing enough to check activities of middlemen at its premises, probably known as Guru Boys. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, the end life and Ghana pay. If home is where the heart is, then let's go home, shall we? Let's go where the entertainment is, where the passion is, where the love ties. <laughs> And sometimes, even the tears too. <laughs> Let's go where we feel safe enough to share our opinions. And sent 
sweet. Where we do that embarrassing little dance to our favorite song. Let's go home where the love, the care, and the joy live. <laughs> There's no place like home. Connect your home to super fast internet with affordable data bundles from MTN Home. Visit broadband.mtn.com.gh or your My MTN app to sign up today. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom. That 919 or visit botproperties.com. BOT Properties, the new meaning of affordable luxury. Do you know Flamingo Paint has superior properties than any other paint brand on the market? Listen, when you take one bucket of Flamingo Paint, it's equal to several buckets of any paint brand on the market. So, Flamingo has superior hiding properties, superior coverage, it means it covers, and superior durability. Flamingo paint, superior hiding. Flamingo paint, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, superior durability. Flamingo paint, simply superior. No matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call zero. 244-335-168 Kumasi 0505-555-666 or visit SyntexGH.com Syntex Tank A year strong A year tough you're welcome back to business on Newsnet. the ghana city is projected to be fairly stable this week now this is coming after the bank of ghana announced its intention to go ahead with its program of supporting the bulk oil distribution firms with the needed dollars to aid fuel imports. There is more in this report. The Ghana City, some two weeks ago, came under pressure against the US dollar. 
some market analysts linked the challenge to the uncertainty about the dollar auction program, which saw the Bank of Ghana auction dollars to the bulk oil distribution firms to aid imports of finished petroleum products. This saw demand for dollars pick up strongly on the market, a development that resulted in some depreciation in July, despite the strong recovery in June this year. However, some bank treasurers and financial market players that Joy Business has engaged are of the view that they expect things to be fairly stable this week due to this development. Prices of petroleum products are expected to also benefit from this action by the Bank of Ghana in the next pricing window as prices could be kept unchanged. And that is the business tech report. Meanwhile, the bulk or distribution firm say the move should impact positively on prices of petroleum product. Dr. Patrick Okofori is chief executive of the Chamber of Bulk or Distribution Companies. The impact of this move by Bank of Ghana on supply of products will be immense. It gives confidence to our international uh, trading partners who supply most of these products to us that at least the issue about FX liquidity will not be an issue and that it can also help them to plan and structure an arrangement whereby they know that on every monthly basis or on, on a two-week period of the various trading windows how much dollars they can access to also offset or draw down whatever arrangement that they have with the BDC. So clearly it's a clear demonstration of uh, interest in ensuring that uh, product security is never in doubt and then also forest availability is also not in question. Dr. Patrick Kekofori, Chief Executive of the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distribution Companies. The Office of the Registrar of Companies has rejected suggestions of not doing enough to check the activities of middlemen at its premises, probably known as Goro Boys. The activity of these middlemen amid transactions at the premises of the Registrar of Companies a little bit cumbersome with these uh, Goro Boys uh, charging prospective clients an arm and a leg registering their business. Madame Jimomo Wari is registrar of companies. We arrest them. We get the police sometimes coming to arrest them. We get our own security sometimes driving them. But somehow, somehow, I think it's the, it's the economic situation. They will mm. find their own level and they'll be there. We, If you go outside, we've even put stones and rocks where they used to sit to write. They will still perch on those rocks. And right, you find them in corners, you shouldn't even find them behind cars, on cars. Uh, but I will still come out and say that the cl my clientele do not go through that route because you end up being ripped off. And money is very hard to come by these days. It costs just 100 Ghana cities, 100 to register a business name. And yet you are prepared to give out 500, 600, 700. And when you ask, I say, hmm, I didn't even. I didn't even know that it was because, first of all, the way we even read, the fees and all, we put it on our front, on our billboard, it's there. That is why I'm doing everything within my power to get the system sorted out. Registrar of Companies, Madame Jimaya Mowari. Now, State Pension Trust, and it has justified this investment policy, insisting that it has taken measures to review the non-performing assets. The trust has come under some scrutiny in recent times over how it has invested monies collected from contributors. But its director general, that is Dr. John Freytonquan, says it has taken measures to deal with these concerns going forward. 
So SNIT also would have investments. Some of them may not be doing as well. The question is, what is the level of the uh, impairment or the non-performing investments, mm -hmm. okay? Because we are a public institution, we have to have full disclosure. And so the full disclosure comes out, whether it comes out in an Auditor General report mm. or whatever, mm. and then people get to pick it apart. Yes. So that's something we have to deal with. Yeah. But the point I'm making is that every investment may have some that go bad. Yes, SNIT is not immune to, to that. that. That notwithstanding, SNIT has never defaulted on its obligations. Mm. And so SNIT's uh, that should not be the reason why somebody says, I am not going to take advantage of this great income replacement scheme. Dr. John Furitinkrain is Director General of the State Pension Trust, SNIT. Macau Bank has reaffirmed its commitment to protecting the assets of consumers and staffers while at the bank. Now, the move was to ensure business continuity and safety practices at the workplace that was held at the debut. Now, the move was on to ensure that there's business continuity held and actually took some steps to ensure that its branch at Debbie Avenue is in safe place. The head of risk management of Car Bank, Sadiq Atta, has been speaking to Joy Business in such situations. And as I said, the essence of this exercise is one, to protect lives and property, and that's essential. And our customers are accused to for this. We want to ensure that in such a situation, we are able to ensure that all our customers are safe, and then also their interest in the bank is safe. And that is the uh, head of risk management at Cow Bank, Sadiq Arthur, speaking to Joy Business after the bank conducted a mock fire drill at his branch at the Debbie Avenue to test its readiness of the staff to ensure consumer satisfaction. And that's all uh, for business on Newsnight. Back to you. Evans. Uh, George, thank you uh, very much. So live your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. And I'll be sharing with you your views on our WhatsApp console pretty shortly, 055-111-1997. Now, if you are one of those affected by the perennial flooding of the wager section of the Accra Takradi Highway, then you have to brace yourself to endure the problem a while longer. As the Gasal's Municipal Assembly says, it does not have the capability to fix it. The Assembly says it needs the assistance of other state agencies, which is not forthcoming just yet. Anytime it rains, parts of the major highway which links Cape Coast, Takradi and neighboring Cote d'Ivoire become impassable as it is covered with rainwater and sand washed down from the hills in the area. Maxwell Abagba has the latest in our Flats of Trauma series. It is just minutes after torrential rains here in the greater Accra region. The usual chaotic scene is back on the Wager Atala section in the area close to the toll booth on the Accra Takradi Highway. Parts of the road is flooded again. Here, I've met a truck driver, Isa Halidu. He slept in his car overnight after his truck got stuck in the silt on the road. After 30 minutes, yeah. Yes, can happen. Remove all these things. The issue is a big one, but as I'm saying, since we cannot uh, 
focus on everything. I have now met a concerned resident, Nana Kwesi Jana Pentin. He's always on the edge anytime he's not at home and there are signs of rain. He's befuddled how a major road like the Accra Takrodi Highway will be left to get flooded anytime it rains without any intervention from city authorities. That the experiences people go through here are just horrid. What people probably don't realize is that this is not a, 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 just a local issue, a local problem. This road that we are talking about serves as the entry point to central region, of course, to the western region, to north, uh, western north, and of course to Cote d'Ivoire and beyond. And a lot of the economic wealth of this country passes through here to Takradi Harbour and all those places. But also remember tourism. We've made a central region for now the hub of our tourism industry. Um, especially because of the castles and all that. And you do that and still people can't have access and go there. Go to a point where this year, if we don't do anything about it, there will be a complete cut off. Nana is not the only person concerned about the situation. Stephen Odom's pharmacy is very close to the highway and says the flooding of the area is an age-old problem. Sometimes the rain even gets to the pharmacy, which is very terrible. Been here for about 13 years and the, the problem was there since. When it gets into that time, we have to be prepared. We have to really get prepared. Otherwise, so we have to make sure that our, our staffs are on, on tables and stuff like that. Until the Gasout Municipal Assembly and other state agencies take steps to deal with the perennial problem, commuters who use the stretch will continue to spend endless hours in traffic anytime it rains. Well, Maxwell, I've got file that report. And Maxwell, you, you have been chasing down uh, yeah. the Gasalt Assembly, trying to get some answers. What did you establish? Well, we established that um, the enormity of the problem has made it very difficult for them to deal with it. Um, in fact, they tell us that that led to the establishment of a committee made up of different you know state agencies and that committee actually came up with recommendations on how to deal with the problem but it looks like that recommendation they came up with is still on the shelves yet to be implemented the municipal rules engineer has been telling me that they do not have the capability to fix the challenge the tow boot area where the the sun comes to the road anytime it rains per our assessment which you know we did as as a municipality and as an assembly we realized that you know there are the, the hill over there was has been taken off the vegetation has been taken off and because anytime it rains the the downpour from the, the top of the hill washes the sun and put it on the on the road uh, difficulties to the traveling public and material was taken from there to construct certain roads in certain parts of Accra. And after that, you know, you know, we need to reinstate, you know, what was taken away by way of having the vegetation to come on. Today, as I'm talking to you right now, the issue is like the municipal assembly has given permit for people to build over there. There's no build, when you go up there, you saw there's some building down there, but those ones, there's none of them that can see that they have permit to build over there. They are all living there, you know, illegally. I remember the last time the, the road minister came here, we went up there to have a look at the situation. And the committee was formed to you know, bring solution to this. A report was given. After today, we are just waiting. If we are now about to implement the report, we will, we will be waiting. But nothing has been done. And anytime it rings, you know, the blame put at the doorstep of an assembly, which the assembly doesn't have a hand in whatever is happening over there. We have spent several you know, monies to get those works done and to clear those activities from them. 
But you realize that the situation is so big that it goes beyond the assembly. The assembly doesn't have the resources to get those works done. We have fallen on, 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 on you know, some of these you know, agencies to come and help us solve those problems. So basically, that is what the problem is. I mean, together, we are saying that we should come together and solve this problem once and for all. This is not a problem that is bigger than us. We can solve it. So they don't have the capacity to do it. Yeah. They seem to suggest that the the Highways Authority or the Roads Ministry that had been there before a committee had been formed yeah. should take the lead in doing this. Exactly. And they say that one of the solutions to the problem is to grasp the place because as it stands now, the vegetative cover has been removed by people who have put up their structures there. So anytime it rains, the silt up there just run down onto the road. They say if it is grassed, then the grass will soak up the you know the water and then prevent the flooding of the road i see let's uh, bring in the the highways authority uh, speaking uh, for them is the Cecil Obodai Wuntum. He's a public relations officer. Uh, joins us on the line right now. Cecil, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Yes. Uh, grateful to have you. Um, has this particular challenge come to the attention of the Ghana Highways Authority? Thank you very much, Evans. I have been listening to you since Maxwell called um, about this very issue. I remember many, many years ago before I joined Ghana Highway Authority to head the public affairs section, I've had the opportunity of um, following the Honorable Minister um, to that particular corridor, and I am very much aware of the problem there. It has been enumerated um, in Maxwell's um, reportage, and... It's something that I think we must all accept and finally come to a conclusion that um, there is something that has to be done. And what has to be done is the fact that we as an authority has a jurisdiction. And our jurisdiction is to provide the road, to maintain the road, and then provide the necessary accessories that go with the road. After we have done all of this, and there is a problem, of course, we will come in as far as maintenance is concerned. But there are some activities that are also affecting the state of the road. And it is what Maxwell has enumerated in his reportage. Look, whether you like it or not, take that corridor and that particular section that I am talking about. I used that place not too long ago, about two weeks ago. And I got there and I went through the same problem. Evans, the thing is that <laughs> there are human beings who have deliberately closed their eyes to nature and abusing every opportunity they get either to engage in some construction activities or do some other things up the hill. And yeah. just as Maxwell said in his reportage, there are construction activities. Yeah, but the assembly says that's really not the challenge because they have supervised that and they've made sure that that problem has been dealt with, that the roads ministry came there, a committee was formed. Now it's about solutions. I mean, the highway you have responsibility for, but that highway is affected. I wonder... What is the solution from the Ghana Highways Authority's point of view, and what is it that you're committing to do about this? I can hardly hear you, Evans. 
from the Ghana Highways Authority's point of view, yes. what is what is the solution that you are pursuing as far as this well, particular? You know what we have always done, not too long ago. I'm sure you agree with me. Our MMU um, division, we have a mobile maintenance unit division of the Ghana Highway Authority, and from time to time, any time the rainy season starts, they move in and then they either do some maintenance work. And I know just within that sec- section that you have talked about, from the toll booth area all the way to Atala, they have done some works. But the rains are still, and you see, Evans, the thing is that you'll be surprised. On that particular stretch from the toll booth all the way to Atala, there are storm drains. You will be surprised. If me, I stand with you in any of those storm drains, nobody sees us. But as it stands now, the rains are in, and all those storm drains are filled. And, and that and that then will affect that then would affect the quality with, of with the debris from 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 the top of the mountain. Well, see, so that that will affect the quality of the road, the road that you spend money to, to maintain. But you see, but, the point is that. So I guess I guess my question I, is: I, the, I the think we must authority. work as we must work collaboratively. Yeah, you, are you getting are you what we can do? Look, are you getting that Cecil, are you getting that collaboration to fix the problem because everybody else is complaining about it? But let's talk about solutions. Is the Ghana Highway Authority leading a conversation that will resolve the challenge permanently? So, Evans, what I'm saying is that well, I didn't hear what you just what what you said. But are you leading I, a conversation that will resolve this problem permanently? No, the conversation is that we must stop human beings from um, from 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 the activities they are undertaking on top of the hill. Okay, Cecil, thank you very much. And Cecil uh, Obodai Wuntim is a public relations officer of the Ghana Highways Authority. Let's do sports now. And uh, Daniel Kranting is here with the very latest. Hello, Daniel. Hi, Evans. Uh, the sports news is brought to you by Pepsodent Herbal and Chaco. Pepsodent Every Smile Matters. Now, the president of the Ghana Football Association, Keto Kriku, has called on members of the football fraternity to stop dividing the country's football governing body among political lines and work together towards a common goal of developing the sport. Kriku made a rallying call at the 29th Ordinary Congress in Kumasi earlier today. According to him, tagging individuals with certain political affiliations will not aid in solving Ghana's football decline. The solution to our football problems is not to defame people. The solution to our football problems is to show respect to club owners like your good selves because you deserve the truth. The solution to our football problems is not to forge documents to mislead the public. The solution to our football problems is not to go over to my brothers here from members of parliament with lies. The solution to our football problems is not about NDC and MPP because football goes beyond political affiliations. If you are interested in leading football, speak football. Our club owners and CEOs here know what football is about. And I know you know what your needs are. You deserve respect. You do not deserve lies. You do not deserve false propaganda. They want to hear the problems of football, how football can be made better, and how we can collectively earn earn from our investments. You had a GFA president, Keto Kriku, speaking there. Well, tell me, which school did you attend? Achimota School. Oh, Achimota. Okay. Yeah. I mean, how have you been performing in the regional championship? Achimota School is number one everywhere we go. 
I, I didn't ask you to give me a general statement. Achimota School is number one everywhere we go. I didn't ask you to give me a general statement. Achimota you don't School have a specific statement on this. Everywhere we oh, go. that's why uh, this is obvious because uh, <laughs> you know Daddy is you know uh, on top of the raging again, and that's why the man is being very evasive on the subject. But I want to take you to the central region where Decido College has launched a fierce campaign to defend their NSMQ Goyal Regional Championship title over powering university practice in the resounding victory during the semi-finals. In the upcoming finals, they will face formidable opponents, including Agri Memorial in Fantapim School and St. Augustine's College. Confident Santa Claus express their determination to emerge victorious in intense Central Regional Showdown. I'm a In real life, if you know what you are doing, you don't scared. You know, we are never scared of anybody because on a, on a, on a first basis, they thought they were leading. It was just a prelims. But currently, we are on top. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. Wait. So, so tomorrow, right? You are meeting in front of him, also one of the biggest schools in the region. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you one thing. In front of him, in front of him. It's one of the girls' schools in Central Virginia. They don't throw pressure for us. We don't see them. In front of him is never. Well, they'll meet in front of him and others in the final. We'll see how they perform. Just before we go, a few of your comments on our WhatsApp console. Uh, this one from Senna in a goal says, uh, uh, what Honorable Bernard Dajafo have said is totally true. And that is the conversation on the LGBTQ uh, debate in Parliament. Uh, Sam Banama in the U.S. says, a land issue in Goma, uh, Futu, in the central region, especially in the Millennium City area, is very bad. Uh, you acquired pieces of land and paid for and you can't own it and let's say uh, developed it because all these land disputes among these chiefs one hand and estate developers uh, on the other hand makes it pretty dangerous explanation given by the communications director and this is from kofi siru says the explanation given by the communications director of the ghana gas company is very untidy a few of your views there and that's it for news night tonight up next is that's my opinion uh with nana and sakor and he's uh talking about something pretty interesting ghana in spite of well listen to him right after here